Thank you for joining us for this 261 Fearless podcast, where we're going to take a sneaky peek into the 261 Fearless Forward Womanar series. This is a series designed to help women overcome their fears, fulfill their potential, and live the lives they really want and deserve. We're joining Womanar number one, where the 261 Fearless Forward team are exploring the topic of fear. Well, we'll all be looking forward to hearing from you. And last but not least, we've got Edith Zushman, the president, CEO and co-founder of 261 Fearless. She's responsible for all aspects of the organisation of the 12-country, five-continent network, a sports journalist, sports project manager, a university lecturer and a qualified running coach. Edith, your talents know no bound. Well, I try to juggle them all and it makes fun. And I think that's the most important thing. It absolutely is. Well, first, we're going to go to Catherine Switzer to explain why fear can be good. Because I think we see the stereotype of fear as crippling and it's something that's negative. And I'm very interested to know how it can possibly be positive, how we can be fearless, how we can maybe move to a place where fear isn't so scary. So Catherine, the first woman to have registered and run the Boston Marathon, should we kick it off with you? You know, um, Caroline, the four of us on the show today who are speaking created this series for all of you out there who are facing a lot of fear and uncertainty right now. And it's my very lucky job to tell you how fear, this awful, awful feeling, can actually be good. Now, so as an example, let's start with an event that you all have probably heard of, a terrible moment in the first Boston Marathon that I ran and that changed my life. When early in the race, the race director, furious that a woman was running in his race, attacked me mid-stride and tried to rip off my bib numbers and throw me off the course. I was totally and utterly terrified. I tried to run away, but the official had a hold of my sweatshirt. But my teammates came to my rescue, yay, and they knocked the official away instead, and I went on to finish that 26.2 or 42.2 kilometer distance. It was, however, an extraordinarily fearful moment. It was the worst moment of my life, in fact. But you know what? It was the defining moment of my life because it gave me clarity to see my life direction. So remember this, and this is what I'm going to be talking about today. Sometimes the worst things in your life can become the best things. And this incident did too eventually. And our next speaker, Dr. Juliet McGratton, will explain how fear is normal. Thank goodness we have it because it is our biggest protective mechanism. Even the smallest bug or little child will curl into a protective shell or run away when threatened. So fear is good. It alerts us and we should not ignore this instinct. It sharpens our senses and forces us to make decisions unless perhaps we are willing to live forever curled in protective shells. And personally speaking, I don't know of many protective shells around. From my Boston Marathon experience, I used overcoming that initial terrifying fear to face other fears, taking them one by one, just like the steps I took in that initial race. Over the years since, I've often said to myself, 
I got through that first Boston Marathon, so surely now I can get through this. I use it as sort of a benchmark for actually what is possible for me. I learned that fear could be my greatest asset because overcoming each fear gave me another confidence step for survival, progress, and even eventually joy. I learned that fear can be a force for the values of good and right. It can be life-affirming, creative, and teach us nimbleness. That's a really good word for us right now. Nimbleness is about moving quickly, pivoting, and making the best of a bad situation, something that we're facing a lot right now. Fear can help us create allies, teams, and partnerships. It can show us how to be kind, hope, give back, and by showing us that we are tough enough to rise to the challenge, it can give us fearlessness. But first, we must face it. I say the Boston experience was my defining moment because right now I actually have a larger defining moment that I am facing, that you are facing, that everyone on the planet is facing. I hope everybody's grasped that out there. For the first time in history, every single person in the world is experiencing fear because of the same thing, the global COVID-19 pandemic. This is our defining moment. Um, let's move to Juliet McGratton. And Juliet, I believe you're going to help us understand what fear isn't. Is that right? Yes, that's right, Caroline. Thank you. Um, yeah, Catherine has kind of shown us how fear can be a good thing and we can turn it around and use it to challenge us and help us succeed. Um, but I think what's really helped me is discovering actually what fear is not. Um, I think when we think of fear, we think of it as something negative, don't we? You know, something we don't want to feel. And I think if we can challenge that and flip it around to being fear being something that we want to seek out, then it can really help us to, to face and, and overcome fear. Because, you know, fear, it's a normal human reaction, isn't it? it? It's a protective mechanism that alerts us to dangers around us. You know, fight or flight reaction, that's what it's called. But in reality, you know, most situations that we find ourselves in, we don't actually need to, to fight or, or to run away. And if we just take a moment to stand, reflect, assess what's going on, we realise that there isn't actually anything really to be afraid of. Or if there is, then we can make an adjustment or get support from somebody else. And that allows us then to move forward in safety. So, I mean, here's my little list of, of how fear can catch us out, if you like, um, and, and actually of what fear is not. It is most certainly not a sign that we aren't coping. It's not a sign that we are weaker than any other human. You know, it is um, something that everybody experiences. And it's how I believe we react to it that makes the difference. I, love, I don't know if you've read the book, um, Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway by Susan Jeffers. But in that book, I love her approach that actually we can learn to embrace fear. And the presence of fear means simply that we have an opportunity to learn and to grow. And I kind of repeat this to myself uh, whenever I feel fear, which, if I'm honest, is nearly every single day. You know, I embrace fear because it means I'm continuing to learn and to grow. And fear shouldn't be. It's not a, a limiting factor. It's not a reason to retreat or hide or stop what we're doing. It's not somebody telling us off. Um, and, and I think really importantly, it's not an indication 
that what we're doing is impossible and that we should stop doing it. It's simply um, the indication that we're challenging ourselves, that we are being challenged and we have an opportunity to improve ourselves. Um, let's move on to Lisa Ruggles. And Lisa, you're going to be explaining the effects of becoming fearless. Is that right? If I unmute myself, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So we, we've heard what fear is and what fear is not. Fear is not something to be underestimated. Fear can have a huge, huge impact on our lives, both positive and negative, as we've heard. Becoming fearless is a process. It's not easy. It requires self-belief and support from those around you. So I thought it might be useful to explore what becoming fearless can look like. You might be able to recognise ways in which you've been fearless throughout your life so far. But before I do, what do I actually mean by the term fearless? As Juliet mentioned, she's lived by the phrase, feel the fear and do it anyway. Fearless doesn't mean you won't ever feel fear again. It means that when you do feel fear, you won't allow it to stop you or change the path that you want to take to achieve your goal. So I have a question for you. What would you be doing right now if fear wasn't standing in your way? For me, being fearless is stepping outside of my comfort zone, letting go of all the things I can't control and making sure my reactions to it are the best version of me. To me, being fearless is about showing myself kindness. When I need a step back about knowing my strengths and weaknesses and about accepting them. For me, it's about being open-minded about the opportunities that are offered to me. It's funny, when the team first mentioned that I'd be speaking, all kinds of fear filled my body. I took a step back, gathered my thoughts and realised that my story just might help others, help you. And that was enough motivation for me to step outside of my comfort zone. Oh, I can't imagine. Well, our final speaker today is Edith Zushman. And Edith, I believe that you're going to be speaking to us on helping others to become fearless. Yes. That's, we've really heard a lot about uh, fearlessness, how to become fearless, and very inspiring stories that encourage all of us to take the next fearless step. And I've experienced, or actually the most rewarding experiences in my life were those when I needed to prove my fearlessness. And actually we all, and we have heard this already today, we all come to this point because improvement, making something better is human because it drives our individual development. And in develop, improvement and development means change. So this is needed to really get to the next level. And there is the tricky thing. To create this change, we always need to choose between two or sometimes there are even more options. And no matter what, you know, we need to make a decision, either to remain where we are, staying where we are, and being honest with us that there won't be an improvement, or facing the fear, setting action, and taking the opportunity to develop and grow. 
So finally, we also have to be very clear that we need to take over responsibility for our decision. And having this responsibility in our hands, afterwards, we can be really proud of ourselves. No matter if we succeed or failed, we can take wonderful learnings out of this. Every time when I start this journey, this change circle, honestly, I feel fearful and challenged. But the more often, the more often I do it, I gain confidence and fearlessness. A supportive person, access to physical activity and to education in various forms were my way to translate my fearlessness into action and help others to do the same. It was worth all the anxiety. Everyone at home, thank you so much for tuning in, for watching. I hope you got as much out of this as I have and we look forward to seeing you very soon. Thank you. So that is just a little taster of what you can expect from the 261 Fearless Forward webinar series. Head to 261fearless.org forward slash webinar where you can purchase this single webinar and listen to it in full. The team go on to share their very personal journeys of overcoming fear. You can also purchase the entire series and have the opportunity to make the full fear to fearless journey with our team at your side. We'll be back soon with a sneaky peek into the second webinar too.